All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Middle Tech's Friday update. I hope everyone had a great week. Uh, we had some great weather, got a little hot towards the end of the week, but it is 4th of July weekend now. So I hope everyone has some fun plans to go blow some stuff up, uh, celebrate the country. So let's uh, get Evan and Nate in here and we'll get started. We have some good stories uh, about TikTok uh, being discussed getting banned again. So we're gonna talk about the implications of that. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about some Instagram video updates related to TikTok and how Instagram is trying to keep up. Um, so we will hop on in here with Nate and Evan and get started. Michael, Austin, what's up guys? Brandon, we got the whole, got the whole crew up? joining. Good morning. Morning. All right, let's get Evan in here. How are things up in Chicago? Good, good. Should be a good weekend, but no, no blowing stuff up here. No fireworks in the city limits. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds uh, that sounds reasonable. Um, do we have a tech fact for today, or are we leaving that out? I've kind of quit doing those. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could look one up real quick. I got it bookmarked. Let, hold on. Actually, you know what? Yeah. The people want it. The people <laughs> want the tech fact. Let me see. What do I do with this? I've got this uh, this website. It's just some blog. It's called thisdayintechhistory.com. It's like a, it was like it was, meant, some, it was meant for me. Yeah. Some some random guy put that together. He doesn't know the impact he's having. <laughs> um, Evan <laughs> is looks like he's having trouble joining. I don't know what's going on with him. But okay, let's see. Oh. Here's a good, ooh, there's a couple of good ones. Okay. All right, I'm just going to read down the list here while we work on getting Evan in the live. Let me hit accept again. Um, so we've got June 30th, 1948, the transition to transistor begins. Originally designed to create improvements to electromechanical relays and vacuum tubes and telephone switching equipment. Bell Labs, that's, that's too over my head. Yeah, I have no idea yeah, what that means. No. Okay. Um, the phone that changed everything, June 29th, 2007. Nearly six months after it was yep. introduced, Apple's highly anticipated iPhone goes on sale. There we go. Yep. That's a good one. That's a big one. Um, here's another big one. First commercial communication satellite activates, June 28th, 1965. Intel Sat-1, okay. the first commercial communication satellite, is activated for service. There you go. So there's three tech facts for the, for the price of one. Nice. That, that's a good trifecta. You got some some uh, electrical engineering fact. You got the iPhone, and you got space. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if anybody uh, actually understands what the transistor thing means, but whatever. <laughs> good morning, Evan. I feel like electrical tech and then, like, the modern version of that being more like networking, um, you know, like like computer networking technology, I have literally no idea. That's just a level of tech that is just – completely not within my scope of understanding dude i took uh i decided for like three weeks in undergrad that i was going to pick up a computer science major just because i was like i got to learn to code and i took the first class they put me in was some sort of electronics class where i had to learn circuits and stuff that's yeah that's why i lasted three weeks i was like what yeah what what is this anyway you don't need that to, to write some javascript though <laughs> yeah that's what i said that's what i said i was like just teach yeah. me to code <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, before we jump in, let's real quick just talk about our sponsors. Um, two sponsors for today. KY Innovation is our first sponsor. They are the state's innovation hub. They fund and host a lot of great programs for entrepreneurs, innovators within the Commonwealth of Kentucky. They're a presenting sponsor for 2022. So thank you to KY Innovation. And if you're doing anything innovative in the state, go check them out. And second, Bolt Marketing. Bolt is based in Lexington, full service marketing shop. Um, 
they have a lot of focuses now. They they did our website. They do our social via TJ, who's working with them with Full Court Social. Um, and they have Slingshot uh, Video, I believe is the name of it. They do a lot of video now. All these services work together to let entrepreneurs focus on their business and not on their marketing. Uh, so check Bolt Marketing out as well, and thanks to our sponsors. Sweet. I kind of miss Chase. We should catch up with him. See I know. what the latest is. Well, cool. Let's dive into uh, some of these stories. So we've got a story that's, uh, in a way, re-emerging um, from when we used to talk about this. Shoot, I don't know. I guess this was during the Trump presidency. Uh, and that is TikTok having discussions of getting banned again. Um, so I, I believe it's a commissioner at the FCC is asking Google and Apple to uh, remove TikTok from their app stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's dive into the story. I th- when this was first being discussed, I kind of thought it was going to happen. I still think it probably should happen. I'll dive into a little bit more about why I believe that. But uh, Nate, why don't you kick us off by by giving us your thoughts on us and on it and giving us some of the details around this story? Yeah, so just a, a brief refresher. Um, towards the end of the, the Trump presidency, Trump was putting a lot of pressure um, on TikTok to, um, or on ByteDance, who owns TikTok, to basically divest the American version of TikTok um, to have it be wholly American-owned. And there was a lot of rumors around what that deal would look like. They apparently were like in talks with Walmart uh, to acquire part of them, as well as Oracle. Um, and just it seems like really there's some really weird kind of rushed uh, deal making going on. But that that uh, mandate for ByteDance to divest was eventually blocked by a court. And then, um, you know, the, the Trump presidency transitioned, the Trump presidency transitioned to Biden and it just kind of lost, um, lost that story there, kind of went on the back burner. But with this FCC commissioner, um, he is urging Alphabet um, and Apple to take TikTok now off of the, the app stores on their respective platforms and claims that the data that uh, is being harvested by TikTok on its users, like any social platform, is being accessed by China um, through that ByteDance um, ownership. And he cites specific situations, one of which TikTok has admitted to uh, the Chinese government um, accessed um children's data um, from, I think, 2018 or something. And then there was also a BuzzFeed report last year that talked about another instance that they had um, said that they proved of China accessing this data. But TikTok maintains that all their data is stored in the U.S. It's on Oracle servers now. Um, They do not give any access to China. But the FCC is now saying maybe you don't give access to China, but they have it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they cite specific policies in both the Apple and the Google App Store um, policies that says you can't share this data. If this data is being accessed by other people, we have to take your apps off the stores. So he's saying, enforce your own policies, take TikTok away. Yeah. Evan, give us some of your thoughts on this. I know that uh, we discussed this a little bit last night, but uh, tell us uh, tell us if you're for or against this. What, what's your opinion on it? Yeah, I mean, it is an app that's absorbed a lot of the American like mind share. It's probably the most, definitely the most popular social media among young, young, younger generations. Um, so it would be a really big deal if we took this out of the app stores. Um, I do believe it is a social, a um, national security risk. You know, I do think that China is getting data, you know, on American citizens that we probably don't want them to have. Um, but I mean, I'm sure they have plenty of ways to get that, that data as well. It's just the TikTok data is, is much more accurate and uh, deep than any other data that 
any social media has ever been able to collect. So it's, it's kind of scary from that standpoint. Um, but you know, I, I definitely, again, do think it's social uh, national security risk and we need to figure out some way to be certain that our data is not going to China. You know, I, I don't like the game that China plays, which is where they create like a walled garden around their own internet. Exactly. Um, I don't want the U S to do that, but at the same time, uh, we need to figure out how not to let, you know, a communist country, uh, have that data on us. Um, I think Shane brings up, brings up a good point. You know, we're doing the same thing with countries around the world. Um, this is a, you know, again, this is national security and it's, it's national security for every country. And the U S is also, you know, hacking into data and using that to our advantage. Um, you know, it, it's a game, it's a game and how you got to play it or, or, uh, you know, you could be on the wrong end of it. So I don't know what side you know, the United States should follow on, um, but I don't want the United States to become a walled garden. I definitely don't want that. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of scary knowing China has that much data on, on U.S. citizens. Yeah, my thing with it is how many U.S. Uh, apps can you name that are, like, really popular in China? There's not many because China goes and just rips off the service and makes another version of it yeah. that's only for, for China. Um, the other thing that I'll mention on that same vein is China doesn't even allow the same version of TikTok that's in the U.S. to be used in China. They have a completely same but different service called Douyin. And the way that they are regulating and restricting their own version of TikTok in their own country uh, just, I think, speaks a lot about the power of these apps and what, what the Chinese government realizes about it. So Douyin you have, I think it limits it to, you have to be 14 years old. You can, if you're a child, you can only be on it from, I believe like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. or something like that, then it cuts it off. And then they've got all sorts of restrictions around the type of content that can be on it. They pump out a lot of science videos and, you know, educational content to their, the kids that are on Doyen in China. Whereas if you look at America, it's like the algorithm takes these kids' brains and just forms them into whatever it wants. If you start going down a rabbit hole, you can start getting some not so great content on on TikTok. I mean, mm-hmm. Evan, you said it last night. It's basically softcore porn in some situations. Like these kids are getting uh, desensitized to just these. You know, uh, you've you've seen the typical like TikTok dancing video. Um, so I think that's kind of the where the angle that I approach it in in terms of why should we do this? Not only do they have all this data access to all this data anytime they want it. I mean, even if TikTok sits there and says, "Oh, we don't give them access," like it's it's the Chinese government. They have their hands in every company that they that they is started in their country but also i think it's really telling the way that the chinese government handles the uh, an equally powerful app in their own country uh and then the way that we're seeing it affects people in our country so those are kind of my my arguments for it um i kind of expected it to happen the first time so i never really got too deep into tiktok um i will say that some of the funniest videos i've been sent are from tiktok tiktok is killing it with their with their algorithm and the content that is created on that app, but I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it if, uh, if the Chinese yeah, I never, has it. I never downloaded it. Yeah, I downloaded yeah. it. I have an account, and I put some middle tech content yeah. on there, but I never get on it. You guys are weirdos if you haven't been addicted by this point. That's what the Chinese government wants you it's, to say, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, no, I think if you think about that algorithm, I think there, there's two things to think about. One, like, that's why it's so successful, is because the algorithm... Um, does so well and feeds you content that will be interesting and encourages you to create content that others will find interesting. Mm -hmm. But if you think about how 
how advanced then that is on a consumer facing side you know what data must be in the back end that's powering that <laughs> and they're building these these psychographs not only of just you as an individual you like these things but then being able to to analyze this data on a mass level and understand trends and understand things that make certain type of people tick and yep. just china has access to that um is crazy and then you know they can combine that with all these this other data that they have access to as well it's it is scary um and yeah we probably on some level are doing that as well but like you said logan we haven't convinced an entire country to just feed us that data through funny videos so yeah it is a little bit different. I think a great documentary to watch to really understand what can be done with this data is The Great Hack. Um, so when Cambridge Analytica essentially used Facebook's data, user data, to get Trump elected, um, and we're basically giving that same sort of power to China. I mean, the I don't think people understand, like, they have a portal into the minds of American people through TikTok. All it takes is a, a few little tweaks on the algorithm to start pushing more radicalized content, more whatever type of content that the Chinese government wants to start messing with the minds of American people. I think we already see that in terms of, you know, they want us to be divided. They want us to be not talking about the important issues. So I, it's just, I think it's just dangerous to, to let it go too much longer. If it'd be different, if it was a different China or if it was a different country other than China, but uh, I don't, yeah. I don't trust China. So anyway, what are the market dynamics? Do you think I'd like to talk about that for a second? Like, let's say, okay, TikTok is taken off Apple and Google, and let's assume it's not coming back. Like that is a massive white space in the market and in time spent um, for a lot of people. So, like, how do you see that playing out? Sorry, I said again. I was reading Shane's question there and got distracted. No, you're good. Just like if TikTok is gone, that's a massive white space in the social and mm -hmm. the content market, um, but also in culture. Yeah, honestly, like that would be that would have a lot of second order effects that I don't think we're thinking about right now for sure 100 percent. and i think there's a lot of creators on tiktok that would you know are basically making a living right now i don't know what percentage of those creators are actually making a living from it but um, there's definitely a subset of users that fall under that category so i get i don't know this is a total guess and an assumption but i would i would assume that ig would end up taking over again and that's probably why what we're about to talk on this next story is how they're focusing on reels which is essentially just the copy of tiktok brought into instagram um, so maybe that's a good time to transition to this story. That's what I predict would happen. It, it does seem kind yeah. of wild. I've, it would be such a wild thing if TikTok actually gets banned and we see what, what, what happens. It seems unlikely to me that it'll actually go through, but crazier things have happened, I guess. So let's take a second to, to dive into this uh, Instagram story. Evan, you want to give us the details on this real quick? Yeah. So essentially, I noticed that yesterday uh, TikTok is updating their app. Uh, the user experience has been all over the place lately. Instagram, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? TikTok? Yeah. Uh, Instagram's user gotcha. experience China has, has been <laughs> all over the place lately. Uh, it's pretty annoying, honestly. Um, but they're prioritizing reels in the user experience and considering getting rid of like video content altogether and forcing you to upload a reel. Um, so, you know, they're, they're definitely moving towards the TikTok user experience. TikTok beat them in every way, shape, and form as far as what people want in a social media app. Uh, Instagram noticeably uh, has been, you know, degrading as far as their user experience over the past, you know, two or three years. Um, stories are now the priority. Nobody posts in the feed anymore. Uh, and then reels are just entertainment content. But, you know, you 
our friends aren't posting reels. They're posting stories. So it's, it's now like stories are your friends, reels are entertainment, and the feed that we're traditionally used to of photos and videos is going away. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's what the new user experience looks like. Uh, so definitely a, an investment in competing with TikTok there. Mm. I think Instagram has been doing too much lately. Like there's so many things you can do in the app. Like you said, you could do stories, reels. There are still posts if you have to dig to find them. Like when you scroll through your feed, like half of them are posts from your friends, half are suggested. There's like a shopping page now. Like there's just so much stuff. It's It's extremely cluttered. I do think if... TikTok were to be limited or be taken away, obviously Instagram usage would pop. But it's not, it, it's two things. One, it's too complicated. It's not a simple hook. And two, they don't have the algorithm. I mean, that algorithm is what made TikTok popular. So they do not suggest the right content to you. If, if you've ever tried to scroll reels, it's not hey, that listen, interesting. It's doing good for me. All mine are dog videos. And yeah, I, and I they're, the tic, they're TikToks that were popular a week ago. That's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got Evan nailed, though. We have a, a group chat yeah. where it's just me and Evan and another uh, one of our friends in the startup ecosystem. We just send dog videos back and forth. So it's probably it probably knows exactly yeah. what we like to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Instagram is definitely falling behind, but they're probably licking their chops right now watching all of this play out. Um, I really don't have too much else to add to that story other than what you guys have already covered. Uh, you're right about the algorithm. They don't have that nailed down yet. I think that that's probably the main differentiator too. That's the reason that TikTok yeah. blew up in the way that it did is because all of a sudden you're like, I feel like it knows exactly what I like, exactly what I want to see. And it was feeding that to you so, mm -hmm. so seamlessly. Um, so yeah. I'm sure Instagram and Meta are, are really focused on that aspect of it too, but who kn I'm sure they probably have a hand in the, uh, the conversations with FCC. Oh, absolutely. You know that they're in the, in that pocket. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add to those stories? I don't think so. I think just the general sentiment on my part on on Meta these days is I don't know what they what they're doing. I don't, I, I don't know what their core competency is anymore. It's definitely not building social yeah. media apps. Like Instagram's garbage. Like, yeah. it, it's truly just a terrible user experience. And the only reason it, it's it's like I can get on there is because it's one of the only places I go to look at content. Again, I didn't I didn't create I never created a TikTok account. Twitter is. Same thing with Twitter. Twitter and Instagram have just become complete garbage because I don't know. I don't have anywhere to go to find my friends like updates or what they're up to. And, and that's what social media is supposed to be. And it's totally been diluted away from that. Uh, and, and so, you know, Meta's not doing anything in the metaverse right now that the consumers can enjoy their, their social media apps suck. They got this portal they're trying to push people. So I don't even know what what's going on over there. It's probably why Sheryl Sandberg left on top of other reasons, but, mm. um, you know, I'm not long meta at this point, you know, I think they've got enough data to make some good decisions on what they need to build next. But I mean, it's just, it's just complete chaos there. Well, you heard it here first, so, uh, Instagram and Twitter. If you track. think <laughs> from Evan Knowles, if you think <laughs> like, if you think of their revenue model, it's still being almost exclusively advertising. They're, what they're trying to optimize for is time spent. So if you spend more time across their platforms, they can serve you more ads. Yeah. Do you think, and so they don't care if it's your, your friend's content or what it is. If you're on there, they're making money. Do you think they're succeeding at that? Or do you think people are spending less time across their platforms? I don't know. I'd have to look at the data. I mean, I'm not, 
I'm not going to have a better answer. What about you, you personally? Uh, I mean, me personally, I would say uh, on TikTok, I mean, on uh, Instagram, I would say they're doing, again, I think they're doing, they got content. The, it's one of the only places people can get good content on their phone um, consistently. Uh, but again, Twitter or TikTok beat them. So it, it's not like they're on top of their game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they have the content and, and that's their, their moat. But, uh, you know, me personally, you know, I don't, I spend way less time on Instagram these days than I used to. Yeah. Same. I've got the passcode where it locks me out after a certain amount of time, mostly just out of a, a decision, but I agree with everything you're saying there uh, as well, Evan. So good stuff. Um, we'll see how this all plays out in terms of TikTok, whether they actually get banned or not. Maybe we'll be updating you guys in a, a week or two or a few weeks, however long it takes uh, about TikTok being taken off the app store. We'll see. Um, Let's see, what do we have coming up? So we have a Weekend Thoughts coming out tomorrow. Nate, do you want to tell us about that one? That's by Lincoln, correct? Yep, yep. Tomorrow's Weekend Thoughts uh, is a member of the Middle Tech team, Lincoln Day. He's doing some really cool stuff in the world of ag tech. Um, and the topic is about the importance of being able to operate at scale. Hmm. So that should be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have a really awesome episode coming out on Monday on the Middle Tech feed. We got to sit down with the CMO of Pipe. Uh, so Pipe is a massive fintech company. They've raised, I believe, a little over $300 million at this point. Uh, they're based up in New York, but we had a common connection to uh, get their CMO on the podcast and just wanted to talk to somebody that had a, a real hand in building a company that is as massive as Pipe is. Um, so fintech's a huge movement right now. We've been talking a lot about it on the podcast, so kind of continuing that trend. Um, also, her name is uh, Yaz Moavin. Um, she's a very young and uh, absolutely crushing it. Uh, in terms of working it in the tech tech industry and startups. So uh, all around great episode there coming on on Monday. Definitely check that one out. Other than that, I th- Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you, Nate. Thank yeah. you. Everyone have a great 4th of July on Monday. We're going to release our episode on Tuesday instead. Um, Evan, are you doing a Razor review? Shane wants to know. <laughs> no. Uh, not yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. I... Uh, I use Dollar Shave Club, so if you want some information Uh-oh. on good razors, there you go. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not big on. I'm not going to do any reviews here. Uh, this isn't going to last long. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of. The story is my buddy Danny Perry came home one day and he's like, "Dude, I just got a facial and I can't believe how nice nice a facial is." And I said, "What? What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about?" And uh, one of my other friends uh, just got their license to be some kind of. Uh, like esthetician, I forget what it's called, uh, but uh, she's doing like discounted facials right now. And uh, I didn't realize I had, I forgot, I didn't think I was going to have to shave, but I did. That was not going to pull out the last second. So it was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll go ahead and shave. <laughs> I think you have a future in, in beauty recommendations. Yeah. I got in the car yeah, with so, uh, and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been a long time since I shaved. I mean, you got to every once in a while, yeah. you know, just to uh, see what your face looks like. But, uh, but yeah, how, how was the facial? It was good. I mean, I, I probably I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably won't do it again. It was, it was a good experience. I'm glad I got to experience that. I can share that experience with people now. But you know, I, I, I'm not yeah. into that kind of stuff. All right, I think we've uh, we've covered everything valuable that's going to be covered on this Friday update. We might as well end it now. <laughs> Everyone have a great Friday. We'll talk to you next week. See, see you. Ya.